Hello and welcome to the Buckets and Tea NBA show. I'm your host, Catherine Niker. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. Today, joining me is special guest, comedian, uh, writer for This Hour is 22 Minutes, and he... <laughs> and he <laughs> Huge overlap. <laughs> Did you like this hour's 22 minutes? You must love. Well, who knows? Lots of people. You never know. And, I feel like the NBA rap- the- You didn't let me finish the intro, Jordan. That's the <laughs> issue. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We're off to a great start. Uh, he is an avid Raptors fan. And as well, he has a comedy album called Friend Daddy. And you can download that wherever you download music, which is actually super <laughs> awesome. It's a great album. He's an amazing comedian. Please welcome Jordan Boise. How are you doing? I'm great. I do love that. Uh, any people are like, what do you want to say? And I'm like, I have an album. And then people always have to say, and you can download that. Wherever you download well, music, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know where think that is. <laughs> Spotify, Apple, people know where that is. No, you don't Did I say it like I don't know where to get no, music? No, 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 but you can't download on Spotify. You know what I mean? Like people are like, oh, where can I go buy it? And I'm like, oh. Is it not on Spotify? It is on Spotify, but you oh. can't like buy it. You know what I mean? I'm splitting hairs here. Thank you for the lovely intro. <laughs> <laughs> I just I say that because I don't think a lot of people know that you can also get comedy albums no. where you get your music. Like I think that's something that's that true. not everyone knows. That's true. Yeah, it's All like, right, uh, well, that's a good point. You know what? I'm just out here defending my intros. No, it was great. It was great. I for I, the masses. I ruined it. <laughs> Well, we have a lot of NBA stuff to talk about as well. Uh, I didn't get to do an episode last week because I was battling COVID. So there's like <laughs> much like the NBA, much like the NBA, you know, I was in health and safety protocols. I'm finally yeah. out. You got, you got sympathy COVID. <laughs> I got, I got sympathy COVID. Yeah. Like you got COVID out of sympathy for all your favorite players. And yeah, that's true. For a while. Yeah. Yeah. It was vicarious, but it's real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is. Catherine Diaz does actually have COVID. Yeah, I actually do have COVID. I've been in isolation (laughs) since December 30th. So this is like, you know, it's going to be a very loopy time. Am Um, I like the first conversation you've had in like two weeks? No, you're not the first conversation. (laughs) (laughs) That would be wild. Like I would just have so much saved up in the chamber ready to go. That's what you should have done. You should have saved it all up for this episode. Just not talk to anybody. You know how sometimes when you don't leave your house for a while and then you go get a coffee and you realize you're super weird with the barista, you're like a maniac? Yeah. It'd be like that times uh, 10,000. Just have like a real like Bo Berman meets Raptors Republic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's like, like, yeah, it was kind of funny. It was a little too serious at the end. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just got a little too real and depressing yeah. as it went on. No, um, uh, she's actually in her guest house. <laughs> Bill Byrne was in his guest house for that thing. Was I couldn't finish it. Yeah, after a while you're like, all right, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that's my that's my Bo Burnham stance, which is <laughs> why everyone tuned in okay there's so much there's actually so much nba to talk about and of course we have to talk about clay thompson finally making his return i have been wanting this to happen for so long i read a false report that said he was going to return before christmas and i was all eager about it and now cbs sports i don't like you (laughs) (laughs) you're not my source anymore 
um but he's back he looked great jordan just i want to first just get your thoughts and feels on clay thompson being back i mean it's great do you have uh i feel like i always have lingering guilt that the clay injury happened during the the final okay here's here's a question do you have lingering clay thompson guilt only or do you also have kevin durant guilt I have guilt for both. I have, but I feel like, I feel like the Durant one was so, it was already kind of crazy. Like Durant was so, it was almost like its own sideshow. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, Cause he was coming back from an injury and then that happened yeah, too soon. And yeah, and it was all like, so it's like, okay, that, and, and even Durant being on that team was so like, it just felt like historically like anomaly, like an anomaly. Like it was just like, yeah. Very, but then it's like, okay, Clay's there most of the time. And then when Clay got hurt, it really felt like, what are we watching here? You know what I mean? Like it was like, it yeah. was like watching like a boxer that had been in the, the game like too long. You're like, oh, this is a bit ugly. Uh, yeah, so- it wasn't a pretty win, that's for sure. I mean, I was so drunk that night. Oh, and I like loved it. It didn't take away, <laughs> it didn't take away from I don't actually like think that I'm not like sad at the rappers one, like. No, no, no. Shit. Well, that's not what we're saying. It's uh But it did feel survivor's like, guilt. Is that what yeah, it's it survivor's guilt? <laughs> As a fan, I got so anyways, it's <laughs> awesome to see him back and he looks he looks uh, amazing. And like are Achilles injuries, he was out with an Achilles ACL. He had an ACL first and then an Achilles. Oh. I guess on opposite on opposite legs. I guess those don't matter as much anymore. Well, no, I think they matter greatly. I mean but like guys can come back for them now in a way where I don't think they were like five years ago. You know what? That's true. I mean, but Katie's amazing. It's like crazy. Katie looks ankle, amazing. His like flimsy. As... And you know when when Kobe Bryant had his Achilles injury, he really never looked the same again. This is what I mean. Like before, it was yeah. like they used to talk about that. Like once you have an Achilles, it's like it's different. You come back and you don't have the same athleticism and stuff like that. But like Katie looks pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't and know what happened. In yeah, sports I don't know science, the techni- but <laughs> yeah. Uh, could you guys turn your attention to COVID now? If you're <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're that good with Achilles, could you work on this uh, variant issue? I mean, it, it just the whole game was was crazy because, I mean, it was really great to see him back. Obviously, mm-hmm. everybody's talking about how he's like the most likable guy, most likable guy in the NBA, and to see him dunk in the in that yeah. game was so. I mean, it was awesome, obviously, because it's a dunk, but. Also, just to have like the gumption, the audacity, the confidence mm-hmm. in your legs to just go for it like that on your first game. I mean, you love to see it. Yeah, it was great. And it was also fun to see like, it, it's always nice to see like universally beloved athletes. You know what I mean? Like, there's so mm-hmm. many that like for people get like so, um, like, there's so many like charged athletes or just kind of like, or whatever like people don't care but this was like it was kind of fun to see everyone getting like super excited for this guy to come back and uh yeah I thought that was really cool too yeah I mean I think a lot about like the Warriors and kind of like their legacy and you're right like Kevin Durant being on that team is a very like historic anomaly and it it made them so unlikable yes (laughs) it it, like no one went from really likable to so unlikable yeah and now all the way back again with Kevin Durant not on that team anymore and I think about like 
this is Kevin Durant not being on the Warriors is going to do a lot for Clay Thompson's legacy because he goes from being, you know, the second guy, then the third guy, but back to being potentially the second guy again. And I think about how what makes him so likable is the fact that he is like he's a Scottie Pippen without the Scottie Pippen complex. Yeah, he seems like he seems like Zen. He's like, it's like, mm-hmm. I want to know what motivates him. You know what I mean? Like he, he did have, have all that kind of like anger about like being left off the 75 or whatever, but it's like, I, to, to pursue excellence like that, but also your excellence lets you slide in right beside like a truly great player. And there mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be any of that. Yeah. Like that weird like thing that Scotty Pippen's doing now where he like, gets drunk off his ass and just slags <laughs> Michael Jordan. Like, he's like, yeah, I got new whiskey. And I was like, Michael Jordan was a fucking shit, man. <laughs> like, I, I love it. I like, I'm also. I no, it's that. so funny because it's, it's really like you're funny. talking like 25, 30 years later. And he's like, actually, Jordan sucks. <laughs> yeah. Actually, but, I carried that team. It's like, what happened over three decades? And I mean, I can't really see clay doing that like i see clay's more likely to start doing a podcast with like woody harrelson (laughs) (laughs) that reminds me of that barack obama bruce springsteen (laughs) (laughs) what is that called rebels or something something like that yeah yeah yeah. renegades that's what it's renegades (laughs) former president of the united states renegade (laughs) like i literally don't think you can be a renegade president i think that you're they know everyone knows exactly where you are. Anyways, Bruce Springsteen and Barack Obama. <laughs> that's, a, that's a complete aside. <laughs> but that, when you said that, that was a, oh, the Woody Harrelson thing. That's immediately what I thought of. I don't know why. <laughs> well, it makes sense. Two icons. Yeah, two icons. Four icons. <laughs> um, but yeah, like he is really zen about it. He seems very like comfortable and confident in who he is, mm. you know, and which is all any of us want which is what we all strive for <laughs> in life. And yeah. I think, but I also think like the amount of confidence that he came into that game with was surprising, but in a, in a great way. Cause I think you, you expect to see some nerves. It's almost right. like we were all just nervous for him. I wasn't too worried about it. <laughs> really? Okay. Well, you're just a cynic. I was like, yeah, it'll probably be pretty good. Yeah, Everyone point. was so surprised. I'm like, he's, I don't know, he's been out for a while and he was like amped to play. I know some people come back laughing, but I, I didn't. Really no, but well, you weren't even slightly nervous, like the way he landed and stuff. You weren't like, oh. Oh, yeah. I have that with every player. Like any player has an injury. I'm like, oh, don't jump. Oh, that's so a much. real 180 on yeah, your stance yeah. there. <laughs> but I thought you meant more like worried about like performance or whatever. Oh, no, no, no. I just meant like, yeah. Just worried in general. I mean, his numbers, I looked them up, are pretty good. Like, uh, they're slightly less than what his averages were before, but he's getting uh, 15 points a game and I think three assists. And, I, and I'm and i not sure if he's still on limited minutes, but he was How for that first game. Now? Like two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe three by the time this comes out, That's but true. two as we're recording. I mean, um, if he does end up being good, which I... I bet you he will. I mean, he can certainly keep that up at the very least. You know what I mean? Um, that team is like fucking crazy stack. It's nuts. Yeah, I mean, I think um, 
when I think about who I am kind of, you know, predicting to win it all, mm-hmm. there's something so storybook about the Warriors winning. It's you know just crazy. You know what storybook I like more? Oh, please tell me. Oh, this beautiful Warriors return season. Oh my God, like a storybook. And then Giannis smashes them. just no fuck that it's Giannis's story the whole time we thought it was Golden State but it was actually Giannis just like waiting there being like no this is I'm the fucking king now fuck you guys get out of here I mean that's the story I want Giannis like okay I I respect that that's the the story you badass on the planet guy I think that's pretty fun I respect that that's the story you want Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the story we're getting no, no, no. But I, I think there's a chance. I think I think there's a good chance. I think if I had to that pick they'll come back. You I, think there's a good chance that Milwaukee will come back. From what? Well, I mean, they've had a lot of injury setbacks this season. Yeah, I think I don't think that matters. We've seen LeBron we watched LeBron finish enough East East play at like fourth in the East enough to know that the regular season doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that good? I mean, I think it's going to matter for the Lakers currently. Not that the Lakers oh, are yeah. on our docket, but yeah, LeBron's no, they're, not carrying. They're LeBron is not carrying that team anywhere. The Lakers aren't coming back. That shit's crazy. Yeah, that one's done. Oh, I, uh, oh this is such an uh, this is such an aside, but this really made me laugh because I'm a I'm a WNBA fan, and I also started covering the WNBA as well yeah. uh, on a podcast called The Pickup. Uh, somebody in like a fan available group, wherever you download yeah. your comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and uh, somebody was like, uh, people say that like, oh, like w- women can't play basketball. The, w- the WNBA isn't as good, but look at the NBA. And it was just a clip reel of Russell Westbrook throwing <laughs> bricks. Oh, yeah. They're like, they're wild. It is so but, bad. But I don't know. I feel like a, out of any franchise, we have to be the, uh, I don't know how much legs Considering the last two seasons, the amount of bricks we've seen the Raptors throw up as a team, I think we gotta. I don't know if we're the franchise to like. We're in a big glass house, is all I'm saying, and uh, we're in the kind of house that Russell okay. Westbrook would shatter in three jumpers. Oh, <laughs> glass! <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Russ. I mean, Westbrook is Westbrook at this point. I mean, it's just <laughs> they want to trade him. They want to trade him for John Wall again. I mean, the, they're the only contracts you can trade for. Yeah, I, I mean, mean those two with each other. Yeah, with each other, which is kind of funny. Um, actually, that's really funny. What a horrible like Kafka existence. Those two men are they're like tied together now, like constantly Forever. being swapped for each other. <laughs> I mean, the trade, I mean, we're going to talk more about trades and stuff next week, but I mean, it's coming up and I would not be surprised if the Lakers start making some moves. Um, but speaking Bro, how, of how, how I don't understand. Everyone's talking the Lakers are going to make moves. I don't just know. told you John Wall. For how, like, why would the Rockets even do that? They don't want Westbrook. Why would anyone do but that? They're, but they're not trying to go anywhere anyway. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they would just take on Westbrook. Like for them, they're like, John Wall's chill like i don't understand like i don't know you're right i don't know i don't know why the rockets would do that but i don't know why the rockets would do anything (laughs) i mean because right now they're like they got a known quantity 
they're like, this is as bad as we're not playing John Wall. It's not like crazy, you know. Uh, I don't know. I all these like Laker trades. I'm like, who's gonna trade with the fucking Lakers? Like, it's crazy. They just say yeah, people I- will trade with the Lakers just because. Like they what they think they want to be in the news. Like franchises want to be famous. They're like, oh my god, I'll I'll do something with the Lakers. That means I'll be on Sports Center for an hour. Like, like no one's gonna trade the Lakers. They don't I mean, have shit. They're awful. No, they don't have a lot of assets. This is very true. Um, going back to relevant teams, yeah. um, I uh, I want to talk about the Nets because okay. a few things have happened with the Nets this week. First of all, Kyrie Irving is back. Um, to significantly less fanfare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, which always makes me laugh. And um, have you seen his all-star votes? Not that much, not, not too much less. I know, but honestly, <laughs> I think some of the all-star stuff, voting stuff is like a bit of trolling on the fans part. I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge is on that ballot. I think it's just like people are just famous. Yeah, no, it's but like, it's like, come on, have you watched basketball in the last three years? You think people you're are voting LaMarcus Aldridge? You don't think there's just like enough Nets, Brooklyn Nets fans that they just like, it's like how when people vote in like elections, they just like go like Democrat, like down, like top to bottom, you know what I mean? Or like any other one. Like they're like, oh, I'm a Nets guy, I'll just vote for all the Nets. I mean, <laughs> I don't think it's trolling. I don't know. You think there's people out there who enjoy fucking up someone's but, Okay, but even for the Nets, Patty Mills has been significantly better. Yeah, but he's not famous. But if you're a Nets fan and yeah, you're just true, voting for the Nets, wouldn't you vote for Patty Mills and Blake Griffin over LaMarcus Aldridge? Yeah, that's true. How does LaMarcus Aldridge have that many votes? Like, like they would get the votes, <laughs> wouldn't they? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I think it's I think it's straight up trolling and you know (laughs) I don't want to get into a whole anti-masker anti-vaxxer thing I'm vaxxed and I believe in it but you know it's just that's a whole thing but to each their own each their own (laughs) each their own like uh because we don't affect each other at all (laughs) but you know yeah yeah exactly uh what are we gonna say because I have thoughts about the Kyrie vaccinated thing. Please go ahead. This is this is what I want to know. Um, it's like, of course he's back because it's a reflection of how both Canada and America have treated the fucking this pandemic the whole goddamn time, right? It's like it's like all these big promises and um and sort of like stands and and all this shit. And then as soon as like the economic realities kick in and starts to be like ah never mind uh you guys come back uh you only need Iceland for five days uh you know what I mean like it's like it's like though America and Canada and a lot of countries were never prepared to do the whole thing so everything just kind of gets half-assed and ineffective and so it's like of course he's back you know what I mean yeah it's like Kyrie's back because it's also like it's a, this might be a horrible comparison it's like because also uh, they also have nurses coming back who have COVID like it's just kind of like you know the, we tried to set up these things but we weren't prepared to go the whole way so yeah well I mean that's a different scenario because it's not rooted in like elitism <laughs> yeah I, it is a far different scenario uh, <laughs> and one's an emergency and actually matters but 
there is a certain yeah no but i mean it's like what's happening with um what's his name novak is his name Djokovic? Yeah, um, the tennis star in Australia right now, where his uh, his vaccine medical exemption is the fact that he has COVID. <laughs> yeah, not even had. He like he like had he like currently he, has COVID, yeah. and that is why he I should mean, be allowed into Australia without a vaccine. Once his COVID is over, he will be so protected. <laughs> <laughs> once he stops having covid my god you won't be a safer person to be around whenever that is <laughs> we don't know but once the covid's over holy shit is this guy gonna be oh my god it's just it's just crazy it's like no one else is allowed into australia who is unvaccinated except for this one guy who yeah. currently has covid i mean that is well, that is this, just where we're at and the other thing is like australia has like terrible uh immigration policies like they like put like refugee and this is a fucking this is a whole <laughs> other a, situation other, but you can even but anyways but it's just crazy that like and so he stayed in a hotel where like i think they also like it wasn't just like covid people but it, it's like it brought attention to the, the way australia treats like uh migrant people and then so many of the takes are like can you believe uh he has to stay in this hotel where they put like uh, <laughs> migrants or whatever and you're like and you're like wait what was that second part like, yeah. <laughs> they're like no 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 the tennis thing i'm like well, what the fuck's happening over there like it's like, like can I, can't, I wish i could do i wish i could do an australian accent but yeah. there's like a there's like an editor-in-chief newspaper guy that's like this is the story you know yeah yeah, like, yeah exactly can you believe they're keeping him on the prison islands we have it's like wait you guys have prison islands they do God, completely sorry 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 we can go back no, that's that. fine um this show <laughs> Anyways, has, a, the this show has a producer now named chris shout out chris let's see if he uh listens this far <laughs> chris keep it we gotta keep it tight on basketball I, I no i mean like look like it's just yeah we we've said it it is what it is at this point he's back and the Nets are looking really dominant with him in the in the lineup. Like when they have a healthy, healthy mm-hmm. uh, everybody there lineup, um, they blew out the Bulls last night in what I want to fully, fully consider a statement game. Oh, like yeah. the, I know it's just a January game, but that's a statement game. They're like, hey, when we're all here, the rest of the Eastern Conference is a joke. DeMar DeRozan MVP. I don't think so. Like, just... <laughs> I know. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this bowl, this bulls team to crack. Cause it, I'm like story bulls. Well, it's just, we, you know, like I, I hope I love Jamar getting all this attention. Cause I, I especially learned to appreciate Jamar, what he did for the team um obviously I always appreciate it but like I was definitely not one of those people that was sad when he got traded I was like fuck yeah that rocks like when he got traded for Kawhi Leonard I was like that's that's amazing like people were sad I'm like why he got benched in the playoffs he literally was benched when we got like you know and for like and now but but then after he left and we went through especially like those other seasons where you realize like I as fans especially I was was so spoiled where it's like Oh, it's pretty, it's actually not, it's actually very impressive to be able to score. And like, this sounds so stupid saying it now, but it's so spoiled having DeMar it's like having a guy who can score like 25 points guaranteed. Like at will. And yeah. like just, he will do it is actually like awesome. 
Like, and it's an incredible achievement. But at the end of the day, I think, like, Demar, in the playoffs, Demar's going to have to guard one of those guys. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I, you know, I, I agree. Like, I look back at the, at that era fondly because I, and I think I'll always love Demar. And I think most Raptors fans are vicarious Bulls fans now, just rooting for him. 100%, right. Yeah. And as you know, I think almost all of us are. And, but I do think like, you know, when you look back at it, the era really was over. Like we weren't getting any further yeah. with him. It had to be done. We talked, um, we topped out. Yeah, it is what it is. That's, that's the thing I'm waiting to see. I think that's the thing we're all waiting to see is can he do this in the playoffs? Um, yeah. You know, I will all- say he's never had, I don't think any of those Raptor teams around him were as good as this Bulls team is around it. Yeah, we've never had like an offensive player like Zach Levine. Yeah, there with was never DeMar some, DeRozan. Yeah, yeah. He, like Lowry obviously is amazing. Like Lowry is incredible. But Lowry, especially in those playoffs together, I mean, who knows? Who knows what happens Levine in the playoffs? But it's like, like, yeah, true. like they have, there's so many people on that team that DeMar can kick it out to now and they will hit a shot. Like, like there's no fucking Patrick Patterson's waiting in the oh corner to brick every fucking shot. There's no care. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like it's like Levine's probably gonna hit an open shot. Caruso hit an open shot. Paul will probably hit an open shot. Vucevic will probably hit an open shot. I mean, unless he's being guarded by Marcus All, which is impossible. But like <laughs> they it seems like there's more. I could definitely see them making the finals but i don't like east coast the east east coast the east coast finals east of conference <laughs> finals but i don't think they can beat the nets and i don't think they can beat the Bucks either yeah i mean that's that's kind of how i see this team ceiling right now as well um right. i still think it's impressive that they're this good yeah i, I didn't was... even i didn't even think they were going to be this good at the very beginning of the season no. i've said on this podcast before like the bulls have truly shocked me um, and I'm happy to be wrong about them, but yeah, it, it man, that blowout really yeah. last night. I feel like it stayed with me. Oh, you know? they, they destroyed them in Chicago. In Chicago, like it was. Yeah. It's kind of a demoralizing loss. Yeah. Demar, dem, demoralizing. Demoralizing. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. We got there, and um, <laughs> yeah, I do think that's as far as they can go. Um, but that makes me like. I uh, hate saying it because I'm not rooting for the Nets. Yeah, I mean, this is why you got to hop on my Giannis train. Though Nets Warriors would also be sick. Well, that's the storybook, right? That'd be that'd be awesome. The Nets Warriors series is the series, but you know what? It's one of those things that's almost too good to be true. I don't think we'll get it. Just like back in the day, like everybody wanted like a Kobe versus LeBron finals, and it never happened, and we right. got Dwight Howard instead. It's true. Yeah. So you're just, not. So what would you rather see? Nets Warriors or Bucks Warriors? What would I rather see? Oh, that's so hard because I I prefer success to happen for Giannis. Yeah. But the drama that would come out of a Nets Warriors series would just be so good. Yeah, it's true. It's very one A one B. Like they both. Because yeah, it's always awesome to watch a, uh, someone get their individual like achievement. Like to 
if Giannis like did it again, then it's like, okay, this guy's like, this guy's crazy. Oh my God. I, all, I, if he beat the Warriors, game, that's like, awesome. yeah, that really does change things. It yeah. really does. Um, the other team I want to talk about are the Memphis Grizzlies mm-hmm. and John Morant having, I think, the greatest block of all time. Uh, second greatest after when Freddie blocked that uh, big guy in the box. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so second number greatest, one, second greatest block. block this week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I've been saying it from the very beginning. This is one of the few things I got right, that John Morant was going to have a breakout year. Yeah, you're he absolutely right. has. Um, he's going to be an all-star uh, for the first time. It's I'm, awesome. very ex- I, I'm very excited for him. I really just want to relive this block as just a, a work of art. Do you, is so, But in all seriousness, is this not the greatest block you've ever seen? No, because the LeBron on Iguodala in the finals is like the best block. Okay, but that's a finals. Well, I mean... okay. In regular season? Okay, I think, yeah, yes. I think John Morant has the greatest regular season block I've ever, ever, ever seen. Like, aesthetically, it's amazing. What was the score when he, what was the score when he did that? Do we know? I don't remember. So everything, like- everything else just disappears, and yeah. it's just him soaring in the sky. <laughs> okay, so is it the greatest block ever in regular season? Yes. Is it better than that time Kyle Lowry took three charges in the All-Star game? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was also really fun. (laughs) I miss miss Kyle Lowry's uh, charges. I really do. Oh, yeah. So that's the thing. Is it it the best regular season block? Yes. Does it beat any any of Kyle's uh, chart, any of Kyle's like a thousand charges he took? No. That's crazy. <laughs> no, I know it was, it was incredible. He, the way he jumps is like it's like a superpower. You're like, yeah. holy shit, this guy's that's insane. I think I I've been trying to catch more and more Grizzlies games because I'm a believer in this team. Yeah, and they're just really fun to watch. I think they've also haven't even been completely healthy this season and they're on uh I don't have it in front of me so I'm not professional. Um no, I don't uh they've been on quite the winning streak lately as well. I just yeah, they're like really 10, young. Mm-hmm. They're really, really young. So yeah. that makes me nervous for them in the playoffs. They did have some experience with the play in uh last season. Um yeah, but I don't I mean, know. Like I've seen them blow a lot of big leads, and then they'll win it at the very end. But like you can't. I think do it's that like a second. Playoffs. I think it's like a second round, though. I would. I would imagine. Yeah, I think everyone's gonna. I think after this season, they're gonna try and flip Stephen Adams for somebody. But even actually, though I really like Stephen Adams, actually, but... yeah, I take that back because it's. Uh, I don't think they'd be. I mean, actually, I don't know. I could see them beating the Jazz. And then who else is there in the West? Unless, like... I'm no longer a believer in the Jazz. I attempted it last year, and then I was filled with regret. Because, like, I I don't think I could see the Grizzlies beating the Suns. That's, I think, where the veteran kind of thing works. And probably not the Warriors, especially plays good. No, I don't. Th- I don't see them being either of those teams in a series, but they'll make it very interesting. It'd be awesome. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like when OKC was like, like yeah. 
like when they had yes it does remind me of the early okc seasons i think that's why i love this team so much because i love that team too pretty crazy yeah i just had we could have had desmond bain (laughs) instead of malachi flynn yeah that sucks when is it gonna be can we make fun of malachi like his mad like goatee and shit (laughs) i mean so bad It's not for the record. It's not on the list of topics. But if you feel compelled, I, it's just like I want the guy to be good. But my God, every time he comes out there, it's like like that's why we can't make fun of Westbrook. Have you seen the way Malachi is shooting? It's like crazy. Oh my God! No, we can still make fun of Westbrook because um, he has the contract. Yeah. But I, yeah, I mean. That's that's the thing with Malachi. I think at the beginning of the season, remember when everybody's like, why aren't we playing Malachi? And there yeah, was just no, cool. all this stuff about it. And then Nick Nurse was like, oh, just people are outplaying him straight up. I know. It's like I, I'm i the biggest Nick Nurse hater. Uh, we can talk about, we can discuss this further. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he does always end up being right, because I'm always like, why don't you play these guys? And then he, like Matt Thomas is one of those ones where it's like, Come on, we need shooting. What about Matt Thomas? And then it's like, oh, that's why he <laughs> like he doesn't hit enough shots to make up for the fact that he gets smoked on defense like every time. Right. So um, you're admitting you're wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's always right about these players. He's not playing. All right. But, well, we're already here, so let's yeah. let's segue into our Raptors. Was that the moment. end? Was that the end of the? Yeah, that was the end teams? of our NBA okay. segment. So we just I, naturally I really like progressed the here. They're awesome, and I think they can make the Western Conference Finals, but I don't think they'll beat uh, Phoenix or Golden State. Yeah, it'll it'll depend on how the bracket falls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. if they have to face both those teams, no chance. Yeah. Um, with that, yeah, Raptors homer moment. Uh, and we've had we've had big moments this week. Devin Booker versus the Raptor. Yes. Jordan, you messaged me specifically being like, can we talk about this? And I'm like, obviously, we're going to talk about that. Um, take it away. What what are your well, thoughts? I got a real hot take. This is a barstool worthy take. Okay. <laughs> this is a barstool worthy actually... podcast. Let's be real. <laughs> I actually get why that would be more distracting than a fucking stadium worth of people like booing you and shit. I actually get why you would be like, get the fucking Raptor out of there. Like, that'd be so funny. Like, you wouldn't, that would be actually like a bunch of fans, like 18,000 fans being like, ah, fuck you. You're like, drop, you know, tune it out or whatever. But one guy in a Raptor suit in a completely empty place. That'd be so much more distracting than like than like a, an arena filled with fans. This is my take. I understand where Book is coming from. I don't know if the ref should have listened to him because it's like maybe that's also our home card advantage when we don't have fans. Is our mascots way <laughs> more distracting? He's way more distracting. <laughs> the thing I couldn't believe that they did is they did. I don't see why none of the Phoenix players were complaining when they sent out the giant inflatable. Raptor, <laughs> like in the <laughs> mid game, I couldn't believe they did that. Like if I was Masai, I would have talked to like Game Ops, be like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" Like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm upset that the Raptor isn't just throwing T-shirts to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> just like that is, yours. I think you should really just funny. keep throwing T-shirts to nobody, and then by the time fans are allowed back, they'll just be T-shirts that have been. <laughs> sitting there <laughs> oh and then the other thing i disagree with 
was that everyone was calling Booker soft because of it. I'm like, Booker's nose got broken in the, like, the playoffs last year. And he, like, got whacked in the face all the time and, like, played through it. Like, Booker's Not pretty... by the Raptor. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. It's so silly. It's so fun. Did you see that? Awesome. That Booker changed his profile pic? Yeah. And so the Raptor? And he said they're, like, boys or whatever now. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, we made up. We're boys. I don't even know if that's true. The Raptor hasn't confirmed that. <laughs> Does the Raptor have Twitter? The Raptor has Twitter. Oh, God. Well, we'll wait for him. We'll wait for him to confirm it. That's so funny because he doesn't talk, but he has Twitter. <laughs> I never thought of that until right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way he can communicate. Help me. Get me out of here. <laughs> he's like tweeting during the game. <laughs> Like, book won't let me do my job. (laughs) Um, I don't know. It was really fun. I mean, I did initially when we stopped having fans thought it's so weird that the Raptor is there because you'll just see him just sitting next to the broadcast (laughs) team, like bored out of his mind. Running around. It is really good. Talk about like a surreal goddamn experience. Yeah. To be a mascot with no fans. (laughs) It's like a Leonard Cohen song. It's so weird that he's there, but it's a so mysterious. But now, like now, I think it's so funny. It's really that he's there. Like I think this, like it would be like this could become a whole thing. Yeah, I don't think we should ever let fans back in again. <laughs> <laughs> I think we like, just. I have think he could just every really team's like mascot. I think the Raptor needs to embrace this moment and just really piss off every team that comes here. In his own unique way. Yeah, it's true. Now, hopefully, this does inspire him because that is the thing. It is like we don't have any fans. That's that's rough for the home team. But now, if if our mascot is allowed to be unleashed, like our mascot can yeah. do anything to distract the other team. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, I uh, well, now I think we're on a we're on a road trip now, so it'll be a while yeah. before is, the Raptor returns. This is the make or break. The schedule is rough coming up. Yeah, well, this really is the make or break for our team because um, we're finally we finally have everyone with us and they're going to be on the road with fans again. And I don't know. Yeah, this is the this is the trip where we'll get to see what this team is made of. Um, Yeah, it's it's that because it's also like. This will be when it's very telling because it is like. Because they can be very tantalizing, right? But then it's like, okay, if they flame up, because they play all these good teams on the road, and it's like, you know, if they go 500, then it's like, okay, this team's, like, legit good. You know what I mean? Like, this team's fun. But then if, like, it, it, assuming uh, injury, like, no injuries happen to the to the three players who are the most important. Um, oh, who are those three players? On the team? Oh, mm-hmm. it's, like, definitely Siakam. Freddie and OG, like that's oh, okay. clear. I was, I was only asking in case you're going to swerve and say Scotty Barnes. No, not yet, not yet. <laughs> I agree. Yet. I agree. He, uh, especially in the last little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's it's true. Like he's he. Ever since he, we went with the five lineup, which I think we should stick with. It's like he gets like it seems like he gets lost on defense a lot right now. It's like a lot of like yeah, but he'll figure it out. He'll. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I mean. He's the most important part. It doesn't, you can like, that's why this next little bit is important because it's like, all right, let's see what we have. Let's see how good this is. Um, and then, 
you can go from there because it is like really tantalizing you know yeah i agree um we also got to talk about all-star voting um the campaign for fred is in full swing Mm -hmm. um he's moved from 10th to 8th place Yeah. yeah so that's a thing um Siakam's on the board now. He wasn't there before. So Raptors fans and Matt Devlin really doing the most. <laughs> okay, can I confess to you? Yes. I've never voted in an all-star game thing election. I don't know what you call them. <laughs> and uh, I don't see that changing anytime soon. <laughs> um, but, but do you think it should change? Like I should do it? I should support? No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, do you think um, Fred should be an all-star? Well, yes. It's just like, I have a hard time getting mad at something that's not really built to, I get why, I get especially why players would be mad because it's like, it seems like there's a lot of like basically financial implications of becoming an all-star. And there's yeah. also um, Hall of Fame implications. Oh, does it help you get in the hall? Yeah, and I think that's unfair. That part that is unfair because because if, like, if it's a fan vote, then it shouldn't yeah. it shouldn't be that important. Yeah, exactly. Like if it is a fan vote, which I think it should be, because it's like, what else are we doing it for? Yeah, and it shouldn't have implications. Literally like, for children. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like, mean, I still tune in, but it's for kids. Yeah, like it's so it's like I don't think then maybe change it so it doesn't implicate yeah Hall of Fame or like that kind of thing because it's like because it's overall i'm like i'm like i don't get upset because it's like 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 of course someone who's on the knicks has like way more fans than somebody on the raptors you know what i mean yeah yeah so many friggin people who live in america i think what will happen this is my prediction is i think fred will get the coaches vote Oh yeah, big time. I think Fred's gonna be an awesome. Yeah, because I think I think I think coaches love Fred. Yeah, and I think it's very rare. But uh, this road trip too, I think, will matter. That's true. That's true. Like, yeah, if it kind of drops. Yeah. Yeah, I think Fred will get it because I think he's also done it. Like, I get who's gonna be his competition? I guess Garland, who's awesome. But it's like I think Fred is. If we are top, Fred has a little more notoriety than Darius Garland. You know what I mean? But also we're in trouble. But it's going to be tough because like people like Harden are going to get votes or um, Trey Young will get votes again. I think this year he didn't last year, but I think he will this year. Is Trey Young not already a starter? No, the the votes ongoing. But is he not ranked as a starter right now? Is he like number two or something? Um, guards. no, probably, but that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many like popular guards. Oh, yes, Fred's not and gonna DeRozan be a starter. is listed as a guard. Yeah, Fred's not gonna be a starter. I, I don't think that's possible, but I think, yeah, I think it will be tough. But I'm really Rosen has like a million more votes than him. Yeah, <laughs> Chicago, baby. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's you're, you're it's pretty and like to get it in Toronto, you have to be like, not that our fan, the fans don't like come out. And I do notice there is always like this dip. And then all of a sudden TSN's like, oh my God, none of my guys are going to make the all-star. And it goes up like this. But I think you have to be like a pretty like, you know, you got to be like huge. Well, team. Pascal got voted in as a starter. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay. never mind. actually. My hot take, cooled. <laughs> 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 well, I just think it's good that people are really campaigning for him. 
Um, I saw that Kevin O'Connor from The Ringer did a whole video on oh, yeah, Fred Van Vliet right. being an all-star, which I thought was really cool. So, you know, there are people in America talking about him. I think that's definitely going to give him a bit of a boost. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this stuff's all about narratives. So it's really... And, that's not, and I think that that's why he'll going. get it. I think, it. I think the narrative favors Fred right now. Yeah. So with all of that, have we convinced you to vote? <laughs> no, no, I got it. I don't care. I didn't even vote in the fucking federal election this year for the first time. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> just for the yeah. first time? Just you for the first were... time in my life, yeah. It was you just kind feeling of... it? No, it was just kind of like chaotic because I was in Halifax, but obviously I wanted to vote in... I live in Toronto, so I was in Halifax working at the time. But I also didn't try that hard to... Uh, to get like a mail in or something yeah like, like i couldn't i missed the deadline and i didn't call anybody and also honestly i kind of felt like not voting more reflected well we don't have to get into this reflected but, how you felt yeah 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 I was well like, eh, nothing was accomplished <laughs> yeah i mean i was not the only one who felt like that it seems like so yeah yeah um, yeah so i don't i don't know if i will vote in the all-star thing <laughs> <laughs> Not that you shouldn't, fair listener, but I also think if you are a conscientious objector, <laughs> like I am. Um, that's amazing. Um, well, look, now it's time for... Oh, wait. Did I have another topic? Oh, yes. I have one other topic. Well, it's kind of a sad topic, but it's just something I wanted to know just about how all these legend former Raptors keep returning to no fans and how, yeah, how much of the timing of that really sucks. I that just felt sucks. like I had to comment on it. Like when they played the Sergi Baca that video to so nobody sad. and the camera was on him and he's like shaking his legs. He's like trying not to be emotional and there's just nobody there and none of the other clippers around him know how to react and it was brutal they i hope i hope they just do it again if whenever he comes back and their fans like just do it again we'll be fine yeah they have to run it again and hopefully they make it like maybe they make some edits to the video so it's not (laughs) the exact same for surge yeah but let's uh i don't even think he was paying attention i thought they were like talking in a huddle or something they were in a huddle but you thought he didn't even notice? I thought he noticed. I don't even think he cared. Really? No, he I, would care. He why would, would you care, care about with the, when there's no fans there? Because he lived here for so long and he loved it here. Yeah, but if it, I bet you he's already gone through that. I feel like it would only be emotional if you if the whole arena stopped. I don't. I mean, JV talked about it being emotional to return here. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay, all right. Again, and that's another another, they, another hot take cooled. <laughs> Not that you have to agree with me or anything. Um, Making good points. Yeah, like when JV came back, apparently they did not play his welcome back video because they learned from the Surge Ibaka. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I, I, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but that's what I heard that they did not play it. Um, When is Lowry coming back? So awkward. Um, February. Uh, They changed the date. Actually, it was the third, and now I think it's the first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't quote me on that. One, but they did. They did change only, the date. One time only. Let's fill that arena. Fuck it. Everyone has COVID. <laughs> Everyone already. get COVID. Everyone has just, COVID. They should already. just fill it. Yeah, they should fill it with people like me. People who already have yes. COVID. Yes, and like uh, Djokovic. Who will, and we'll just cough <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. We can't even scream. Djokovic can come in. Everyone can come yeah, in. No just fact, had no it. Fact, yeah. Can yeah, as I'm saying, everyone let's fill that fucker. We can't have an empty arena when Kyle comes back. That's absurd. I think we're going to. 
Ugh, that's and even if like even if some things get rolled back like i don't think we'll be at full arena no, we in two full, weeks no we won't we won't that's no sucks. but what are you gonna do what are you yeah. gonna do you know i mean i guess kyle has a second return later he in does. the year okay well maybe that one will work which jv and serge don't have so yeah but kyle's on a different level i mean like i love serge but kyle's like it's like tragic that there's not gonna be any fans there yeah no i think it's tragic for all of them i felt really i don't know like i i like jv more no at like not that i didn't like him when he was on the raptors but i like him more now oh yeah jv's amazing because he's really blown up you know yeah yeah jv's incredible um but maybe he had to leave to get like you know let us to spread his wings (laughs) well i mean he also we never fully uh like because when he was in memphis he got to be like almost like the focal point of the offense a lot yeah they we never fully utilized him because the game was changing and everybody thought that the game had passed him and then when teams just let him be him suddenly he got to flourish and he has worked on his outside shot a little more just so he has it yeah i mean that being said (laughs) there's a reason that we won after we traded him (laughs) <laughs> yeah but, well i mean there are people who feel we could have won with him especially because nah, we'd be so much better off with him now nah, he's not sure but nah. no i don't think i think the the There's the no defense way. on joel Embiid was yeah and Giannis. and Giannis. well no yeah way. but it was really the Kawhi switch on Giannis. um well Giannis said he always pictured fucking mark coming at him oh really yeah, he's like, I see the double, like, he, like, has dreams about and, and When did he say that? I don't know, like, two years ago or something. Oh, wow. All right, I'm just going to believe you. It's something like that. There's some kind of quote. I mean, obviously, Kawhi switching on him was, like, the, the game changer, but I think that whole time, like, just Mark being back there and being like, go over here, go over here, go over here. It's like the way Draymond is. Like, he's yeah, like, yeah, he was yeah. like that kind of guy. No, we loved Mark Gasol. I did too. I mean, it's sad that he's not even in the NBA, but he was aging out of it. Oh yeah, he was done. Um, he was done. I, I think that's also why our defense has gotten better with the Raptors because Pascal seems to be doing that a lot more. Pascal and Freddie, like telling people where to go. Like Pascal does that a lot more now, being like on defense, like telling people. And Freddie, they'll like tell people like switch screens like before the action happens. Right. I think. I think this is a good sign. No, it's good. I agree. Um, with that, we have our what what I am calling a dying segment, but it is still here. The hot girl you know many, summer. Do you know how many podcasts I, of the week? How many podcasts I've been on where it's always like we might not even do this segment ever again. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of last well, the last segments I've been on. <laughs> it's just like sometimes nick nurse has some really great moments and then some weeks it's like okay nothing's happening i'm sorry these brown shirts that these coaches are wearing are horrible i hate them they're not even they're not even raptors colors see my those are my nick nurse highlights when you don't when you you don't notice i for me nick nurse should be treated he should be treated like the way like kids were treated in the 50s by like abusive parents like Better seen, not heard. Or <laughs> 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 like when people are really strict with their kids, and they're like, they're 
we know we, we know you want to just stand over there. Is that a thing? <laughs> I think it is. But I've seen I think we're learning more about how you grew up. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I may have uncorked something I didn't want to uncork. No, that happened. That happened to me. I remember once I was telling our mutual friend Aisha Brown about mm. how I really don't like hypotheticals. I don't like when people do hypothetical questions and stuff. And then she was like, "Did you not? Were you not allowed to play as a child?" And I was like, "Whoa, yeah, <laughs> maybe I wasn't. I don't even. I'm not even allowed to dream." Okay, so what's <laughs> yeah. your what's your nurse highlight? I have to complain about the brown shirts. I absolutely hate them. But my highlight, it's just a nice, sweet moment that happened when Sergi Baca came back. He he reminisced on how impactful his speech was when we were down um, 0-2 against the Milwaukee Bucks and how he rallied the team back and how Nick was just like, I've never forgotten that. That's all. That's that's really nice of Nick. You know what? I have stopped... My, I guess my Nick Nurse highlight is uh, I've stopped uh, yelling in my head that he should be fired uh, after every game. So that's. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> what, what, what has uh, won you over? What has changed your mind? Oh, just that they're winning and the team looks better. You figured it out. He figured it out. I mean, he at the beginning of the out, season, yes. things looked rough and we just didn't know which um, role players were going to really be it yeah he does have he does he does have it more figured out i think sometimes a nurse is just like he has this style and when you lose with the style it's really frustrating to watch yeah like there's a certain way that the raptors lose because of the style that it's you're like are you kidding me we lost because fucking jay crowder hit like five threes or whatever that's a bad example because that game was wicked but you know what i mean like it's like <laughs> getting dusted by the worst role players time and time again on corner threes you're like god do we have to do this yeah yeah we and yeah we, i remember we joked on um on freddy's podcast confederacy of dunks about how um he Ice look like an all star. <laughs> yeah, it's like, in the Boston series. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Everyone talks about how Kyle gets all these people paid. It's like how Nurse has probably gotten people paid with his like insane defensive schemes. And yeah, well, again, actually, he was on like, the he was on the JJ Reddick podcast. I forgot because I've had COVID. That oh yeah, this also yeah. happened in the last two weeks. I should have talked about that. Um, where he talked about his coaching style, and he said, um, "No, but know, I don't mean his team's players. I mean other team's players that he has previously coached." <laughs> gets, no, no, no. He just gets them paid more because everyone's like, "Oh my god, this guy could shoot!" And then it's like, "No, they were just playing the Raptors in the playoffs." <laughs> 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 that doesn't count as being able to shoot. Well, you know, he did say that he thinks about how to increase players uh, in the marketplace, the, did, the value in the marketplace. I did actually Maybe like that. He that does that like... for Daniel Tice, too. <laughs> yeah, he's worried about everyone. <laughs> yeah, he's worried about everybody. That's, uh, he's a very decent man that way. Yeah, he he's worried about Tice Jake Crowder, campaign. too. Who's yeah. that guy in the Celtics, Grant Lawrence, or whatever his name is? No, Williams. Yes, yes, yes. So I was like, I don't remember Grant Lawrence. Anyway, um, Jordan, that's been our episode. That's thank it. you so much hey, for, for, for me. joining me. Uh, where can people find you on the internets? They can follow me on Twitter, I guess, at, uh, at Jordan Foise. I'll be on there, you know, telling jokes. <laughs> Doing your thing. Doing my thing, yeah. 
And you are active on Twitter, I will say. Oh, I'm hyperactive on there. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at it's me underscore Catherine spelled C-A-T-H-R-Y-N. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next week. Bye.